our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Hello, today's Thursday, which means we're bringing you Girls at Startup, a weekly series where we spill the tea on how to create a seven-figure side hustle because no one saves their way to wealth. You're joined today by Sim, a seven-figure business owner, and with me, I have the treat of having Brie for a four-part series, a six-figure business owner who made her first six figures in the first year of business. We are so excited to have Brie join us for a mini-series. I cannot wait to get started. Started. So let's get into the show and of course, let us know what you think. Now, before we get into the episode, we want to thank our season sponsor, RentApp. Paying rent is a hassle, but what if we told you there's an easier and more straightforward way? Meet RentApp, your ultimate rent paying sidekick. No more ATM trips, no more checks, and no more app juggling. RentApp deposits your rent directly into your landlord's account hassle free. Plus, it's free to you and your landlord doesn't need an account either. But here's the kick. RentApp doesn't just stop at rent. They're all about helping you build a brighter financial future. There's even an option to report rent payments to boost your credit score, making homeownership more achievable. For our GTI listeners, we've got an exclusive deal. Use our referral link rent.app slash GTI for $50 cash back on your first rent payment. Ready to simplify? Check out the referral link in the description or head over to rent.app slash GTI and make rent a breeze. Bree, welcome back. Great to be here again. Now, people listening might be thinking, is Maya's like wedding leave like eight months long? No, we just record a lot of episodes back to back. Don't tell them the secrets. I just, I'm, I'm realizing how people, I just don't want anyone to think that she is not a committed employee at oh, GTI. No, she's very committed. She's very committed. She just wasn't here for one afternoon. Yeah. Which is four episodes. <laughs> so I've taken over. <laughs> Sorry Thank guys, you. she'll be back soon. No, well, we love you here. And if the investor bestes ask for more episodes with you, we will let you know. We will have you back. Please. I would love to be back. Really? Yeah. I'm sad this is the last one. I just always imagine that people don't enjoy podcasting as much as I love it because I love it oh my god Sim I love talking all the time I could talk all day we do talk a lot yeah we talk a lot you were over once I think you left at like 
1am or something. It was ridiculous time. It was perfect. I was like, wait, you guys want to go home? Yeah, you're like, you're leaving now. I'm like, Sim, I've got to be up at six. <laughs> That's true. You've got to wake up to do your manifestations. I do. I've got to go do my mirror work. <laughs> Sim, the moon is full. I have to go yeah. home. <laughs> I've got to go write my release. <laughs> I got to burn paper. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Well, thank you so much for coming back. We are going to talk again on more of a technical topic, something that you have so much value and so much research. You have had a lot of videos go viral on TikTok. I have, yes, on both my personal account and on clients' business accounts. I would love for you to teach us how. Oh my gosh, amazing. Like tell us everything. Like let's start off with, can you tell when a video is going to go viral before you post it? Because some people say they can. I definitely believe that's true with the last couple I posted because now I understand the formula and what people like to see. And we're going to get into that. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah, oh my God. we are. Finally, I've like found a Gen Z. I've locked her in my office and I'm like, teach me. I'm actually locked in here, guys. I can't get out. No, I've, I've fed you a donut. Yes. <laughs> You're fed. There is water. There is like you're like a plant like you have I everything am. you need I do everything i need to thrive <laughs> so thrive and tell me your I am thriving. okay let's talk about first my first viral video yes i mean looking back at the numbers now i wouldn't even call it viral but at the time it felt viral so it was actually my first ever video on tiktok stop it ever. you were a prodigy yeah and i literally like cracked it the first go and it was a vlog a day in my life vlog, which is kind of the content I focus a lot on at the moment still. And it was an event I was setting up for a client. And I do feel like marketing and events, it's quite like a glamorized sort of job. And it is quite fun and it is quite glamorous. And so I think when people see that sort of content, they want to watch it and see the behind the scenes mm. and what goes into it. And listening back to it, I was so softly spoken. I'm a quick speaker as you're team will know now after hearing this <laughs> but back then I was very soft and very slow and uh, everything I said was just very flowy and all the comments were like oh my god your voice is so so soothing now it's not but it was back then <laughs> and I basically took them along two minute video on everything behind the scenes from doing the platter to the products arriving to meeting the influencers to doing the pack down to what happens after the event and it got 140,000 views my first ever video and I posted it and went to sleep and woke up the next morning and had 7,000 views. And I was like, I've cracked it. Oh my goodness. Like it's almost at 10,000 views. Like unbelievable. I, I could not get over it. And throughout the day, it just kept climbing and climbing and climbing. And I think that's probably my first tip behind like a viral video is showing people what they don't usually see, like behind the scenes of a business, behind the scenes of events. Sorry, I'm actually going to write this down. <laughs> you actually are writing it down. <laughs> You feel like you know that already. I think I have the illusion that I know everything that mm. I'm doing, but mm. a lot of time I am throwing spaghetti on the wall <laughs> and not understanding why it's working, but mm -hmm. if it's working, mm -hmm. I don't question things. I just do them. I would die to see a day in the life video from you, like at a speaking gig. Oh my God, Sim. I'm going to write that down. Day in the life of a millionaire speaker or a 27-year-old millionaire speaker. <gasps> That's going viral. Really? Yeah. Okay. I will do that. Because I was thinking today, like, and I guess it's because I knew I was going to record with you. I was like, I should record this day because I woke up at 8 a.m. because I'm not a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> I like woke up, wrote a presentation, like created a presentation, then drove 
and presented the presentation. Like I made the slides, drove 15 minutes to the place, presented it. They loved it. It was to like a speaking bureau, just being like, this is my update. Like, I just want to make sure you guys know me and understand me and get to see who I am because you're the people that pitch me. So if Mm -hmm. you don't really know me, how can you pitch me in the most authentic way? And then I got my matcha and I bought a little donut for my guests that was coming on. (laughs) I drove here and you're already here because I just always run late. By a minute, though, I can live with that. And we've just been recording. It's not that interesting. Have you taken any video snippets of any of this? No. Oh, my gosh, Sim. You need to. You need to do this for me one day. Just pick a day, okay, and just document the whole day on your phone, on video, and then cut it up later. You can send it to me. I'll edit it for you. I'm going to Antarctica tomorrow, but I'm working (gasps) in the morning. I could do that. Yes, please. Work and then the trip. Yes, please. But I think taking people behind the scenes is one really easy content pillar that Mm -hmm. business owners or personal brands can pick up. And I think too, the key to the voiceover is not just narrating what you're seeing because they're already seeing visually what's going on. You don't need to say, I went and picked up a donut and a matcha for my guests. You don't have to actually say that. You could say something really interesting like, I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but I'm not a two coffee a day kind of person. I can only do a matcha because if I have two coffees, I get the jitters. And there's a level of relatability to that. And people might comment, oh my God, same sim. I get the jitters too from coffee. Oh, see, so this is a very millennial thing that I do in my voiceovers because I voiced over videos and then deleted them. (gasps) I'm like, they're so bad because I'll be like, okay. And then I got my green matcha and I wanted to get this like, other thing for myself but then they ran out and then I'm walking to my car it was really hot like that is Mm, how mm, mm, I'm sorry I'm doing millennials such a disservice but that's how we narrate because that's what we used to do yes and it's what you're seeing too and it's the easy default kind of thing to go to but even I look at Anna Paul who's like the queen of vlogs (gasps) and the the queen of viral videos I love her and she has a really nice balance between if it's like a clip that you don't know where she is or how she got there she'll let you know because she's not very good at continuity like it's like she just posts like one day she's here and then she's here so if she's going from one scene to another she'll tell you why she went there and what she's doing but she won't be saying I did this and I did this she then talks about her favorite food she talks about something her brother did the other day that was funny she talks about someone who came up to her and wrote on her car like she talks about her experiences throughout the day that aren't shown in that video Mm. and it's a really nice way of come along with me here's my day but I'm also telling you a story very impactful. Okay. I'm hearing you. So you are sharing the things that people can't see. Mm-hmm. And stories. And stories. People love stories. So what's a story that people love? Oh, I like this. So I did a voiceover once and it was my whole day and it was a really boring day. And so I talked about the story of how I got my job. So I might start off and say like a day in the life of a 24 year old business owner. And And then I'll go, all my clips, and I'll go, I've been working in marketing now for over five years. I started off, I got an internship, I did this, I did that. So they're seeing my day and what I do, but I'm telling them a story of how I got to where I am. And you can do any kind of stories on your voiceovers. It could even be like, say you're a mum and you're doing videos of your day in the life and you've got like a business or you've got like a nine to five, like talk about the juggle of like being a mum and like today's actually was a really hard day. Like, although you're not seeing it here, my toddler had a tantrum this morning, Mm -hmm. like tell a story and be relatable. And then you've got that visual element of the video, which people are watching along. And then you've got that story over the top. 
I see. Okay. I'm with you. That's really interesting. That's so simple and yet it makes so much sense. It does. And I think, like I said, it's default just to go like, I woke up and I made my bed and I did this. But people know that. They can see that. (laughs) So take a little bit more of like a deeper dive into a story and have more of a strategy behind what you're saying. And so what is your method? Like, how do you come up with your idea for a viral video? This is hard because business brie and personal brie are very different. Like personal brie can be quite unhinged on TikTok. Yeah. You share like your personal life a bit more. I share like everything. Yeah. And if I had more time, I would share even more. Like I'm just an oversharer naturally. How about business brie? Business brie, if we're talking to a client about the potential of a viral video, like we kind of touched on in our last podcast, it's all about the hook Mm -hmm. and the hype. Okay. So what is your hook and what is your hype? Yeah. And so for a client who might say to me like, this is a product, how can we get this to go viral? Then we'll look at using UGC creators to create hype and video and like give them the hook. And I do this all the time. Like people think when they see a video on their feed, it's just a random girl talking about a product, say 99% of the time she's been given that hook to then go create the content with. So it's just making sure if you are posting a video about a product and you feel like your product has the potential to go viral, do like an out the gate hook like this product has changed my life and I bet it will change yours too like be really strategic around that first line if let's do a product-based business mm-hmm. can you give us like three hooks that you just know will always work so that's one of them the changing the life one works all the time so what else like let's say sell me this pen Brie. I'm oh kidding. my gosh I, I love when people do these sell me the sell me this pen so say it was me as I'm giving you the pen got the pen this pen here is the pen that has grown my business to six figures. Okay. And you go, how? How? And then I'll, into the video, go into it. But that hook's got you there. I love it. Or if you want to grow your business to six figures like I have, I use this pen to do it and I'm about to teach you how. This is so interesting. Please give me more. If you're feeling stuck in your business, I'm about to show you three ways this pen can turn it around. You're like ChatGPT. <laughs> I know. Give me three it. more, please. You want more with the pen? Yeah. Oh I'm still running with the pen. Okay. Well, people need to make more videos. I use this pen here to change a business owner's life and I can do the same with yours. Or give me 30 seconds of your time to show you how this pen has made me earn six figures. Like you can like, you can go on and on Okay, I'm with you. How do you come up with these hooks? I've just been doing it for so long. If someone's new to this and they've gotten your like seven hooks, thank you so much, but they want more, how would they go? Do you, is it literally just scrolling on TikTok and Mm. taking hooks from what you see? Yeah, and- I actually do a lot of research. It might not look like research. I'm sitting there on TikTok on my phone, but I take note of what videos make me stop and scroll as a consumer. Same. Right? Not as a business owner, but as a consumer who is in my demographic, interested in the lifestyle I'm interested in, what is making me stop? And it's always that lo-fi girl that I can relate to, talking to camera, text on the screen, no product in sight, purely just speaking and then going into it after. So take note of what's making you stop and like watch and engage. I love that girl that has her like hand going over her head and she's putting the clip into her hair and she's like, girls, if I could tell you something that I did, like mm-hmm. three lessons that mm-hmm. I learned. Or like, Yes, I love her. Yeah. And that's a really great example of a good personal brand is that she's always starting off her videos with the same sort of mannerism or the same action. It's like Alex Earl with the sit down and get ready with me. It's the same action, same setting. And so with the girl with the clip, it's like the same thing. People know kind of what to expect. They're familiar with her content. Mm -hmm. They enjoy her content. And so when they see that on their feed and she's paired like a visual element with a really good hook, 
Chef's kiss. Okay. And what are visual elements? So you spoke about this in the mm-hmm. last video, mm-hmm. but we had to end the video because our time was up. Can you believe it? <laughs> I know. What are visual elements that you see that work well? Because I've tried putting like eye cream under my eye. I've tried doing makeup. I think those are the two I've done. A really great one I'm seeing a lot of people do at the moment is those old school Apple headphones. Yeah, with yeah. the wire. Do you have some of those? Yes, I use it. I take it on my, like, it's in my carry-on bag when yeah. I travel. You know, so people will walk, and this is people who are selling a course or business owners, they will walk and talk into the little mic. And so you're walking, the camera is below them here so you can see scenery around them. They're holding the mic, filming themselves speak. You've got watching them talk, you've got the scenery in the background, and then them walking. That is so much more engaging to a user rather than someone just placing the camera down and speaking to it, being stationary in the same spot. I think what I've done wrong and what a lot of us new business owners do wrong is we get so focused on the content of Mm. what we are saying, Mm. we forget there's two other elements to it. Mm -hmm. Like it's not just what you're saying, it's what you're doing and what's Mm -hmm. happening around you. Exactly. And text as well, like captions on videos. I mean, TikTok is a platform where majority of users have sound, most huge amount like if you look at the stats instagram not so much but still having captions people watch them move and pop up and then they look at your face and then they look at the scenery and they engage so much more because it keeps them engaged with all the different elements Mm. so build on that don't just have you speaking to camera okay i'm hearing you so the idea comes you've got your hooks for product-based businesses what about more like education like educational creators that Mm -hmm. might like myself have workshops or courses Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. off the back of it because we can't I always thought TikTok wasn't for my kind of business no it is I'm getting a telling off after this I because I couldn't hold a pen up you know how do I hooks hooks we're gonna keep going on about hooks all right if you're sim and you're from girls that invest what would be just a couple of hooks that I will absolutely be creating tomorrow something like here are three of the most common money mistakes my community have made. Love and you're it. like, okay, it's common. They're making it. And you could even add in there like, and I'm going to tell you how not to do that. Like what other path you can kind of go down. So it's kind of in your niche. It's about other people. It's something common people want to listen to. And then you can throw in, I love throwing this in, being like, you will not believe the last one. Or like oh, the last yes. one blew my mind. And people watch to the last one. And the last one is probably your most naff one. But people watching to the end. And so that increases your view time, tells the algorithm that piece of content's a good piece of content. So that would be a good one. Talk about community examples. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you share that you are a millionaire, lean into that as well. Like here are the three things thing works well because people's brain gets around that. Like here are three things I would not spend money on as a millionaire. That works well. I think I've done that. Have you? Yes. Good. Have you actually? Oh my God. Yes. yes. Did it do well? Oh, it did. Yes. It was like, it was like a de-influencing one. And it was like Bose headphones, because actually not as noise cancelling, Dyson Airwrap, because it is so loud. There was one more, I think I said business class flights, but in hindsight, I think I do like my business class flights. You do. Unfortunately. No, not unfortunately. If you like it, do it. You could even do something around that. Something around, I used to not want to spend money on business class and now it's all I fly and here's why. Oh my God. Oh my God. Sorry. Like, <laughs> my heart just <laughs> dropped. Uh, the 
backlash. I know. I know, no. I know, I know. But, hey, it would get millions of views and you'd probably get a few hate comments too, but the girlies will have your back on that one. That's very They love kind. watching you spend money because you don't do it often. So I think when my, you do, they love it. Yeah, it's so interesting how it absolutely mirrors my real life. Like yeah. everyone in my personal life was like, are you going to buy the car? And I was like, no, it was like four Instagram stories. And they were like, no. Oh. Even if you did one around like, I was about to buy a pink Porsche and I've just invested in a house and here's why. I was about to buy a pink Porsche and then I realized it was my birthday week and I was sad and I think I just needed a huge pick-me-up and then I realized I had a true quarter-life crisis. I'm still pro Porsche. Why? Because I think it's such a flex. You just want to ride in the car. I do just want to ride in the car. Yeah, I just want to put it on my Instagram story and go, pink Porsche. (laughs) My friend bought a pink Porsche. Okay, I hear you. Any more hooks? You gave me three. I should have prepared this and I'd sound way smarter. No, I think you – it's nice. Like, guys, this series with Brie, she has not had the opportunity to look at the questions that I've got for her because I truly believe the best business advice comes straight from the heart. Like, this is what you truly do. We don't want the what would people want to hear or, like, what's the right way of answering this? Mm. Just tell us what you really think. Yeah, it was quite scary. No, it wasn't. It was fine. Okay, I think you should do ones around, like, your because your book and your course is telling people how to invest so do you share your examples of what you've actually made from investing have you ever actually shared those no I've well I mean I share what it it has achieved for me in like traditional sense so Mm -hmm. like it's let me quit my job or Mm -hmm. like my first investments let me buy my first house Mm -hmm. like Mm-hmm. the deposit but I've always been scared to share numbers because then I'm scared I'm going to come across like a finance bro. Okay, totally so instead what you should do maybe is look at so say there's an index fund that has a really great track record go see how much if you invested in that today how much you would have in 50 years and start off your video here's how you can turn one thousand dollars into one hundred fifty thousand dollars isn't that a great hook yeah here's how to turn this into this yeah and then you go this index fund here's the history want to learn more like I have a book like at the end like I actually have a book like I see okay if I end up in jail I'm gonna have to reference this part of yeah, the event. yeah totally <laughs> lock me up some would be great cellmates we'd have so much fun I, I had this conversation with Sonia once where I said like if I went to jail I think I would really thrive <laughs> No way. Okay. What is the logic behind this? The logic behind this is I am a people's person and yeah. I'm really good at creating communities and rallying. The thing is, I know I have to pay my dues. Like I would first week in, I know I'm getting stabbed. Like I am so annoying, <laughs> but I would get stabbed and I'd have a really good attitude about it. And oh then they'd be God. like, okay, she like, you know, she took that like a champ. She took it like a champ. She was annoying, but I guess we can like look past it her heart's in the right place it's a rite of passage too and i will take it i i pay my dues that's the thing i pay my dues then you know i don't seem desperate i'm just there actually my favorite movie is shawshank redemption yeah <laughs> and okay. now that i'm saying this, now that i'm saying this out loud i'm just putting myself into the like protagonist where like you know he's just doing his own thing and then when they need him he's like yeah i'm an accountant like i can help with your taxes and then they fall in love with him because he's useful So I would make myself useful and I'd be like, this would be great content. I love it. Like you could all write books about the time that you were in prison. You actually would be incredible in prison. Thank you. Would you try escape? No. No. Okay. So it's not Shawshank. No, I'm not like, no, I I cannot starve myself enough to get skinny enough to leave prison. I'd rather (laughs) just stay. I'd rather just stay. I reckon that hook though, that can't get you in trouble because you're basing it off 
historical information. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll see how I can make that. I reckon. Just do it for me. Just do it once. Right? Yeah. Like a fund. Look at the past Just takes years, one crime. And then go, here's how to turn this to this in 50 years. Okay. So we've got our hook. Yeah. You were saying there's a formula to this, to mm-hmm. making viral videos. Mm-hmm. Please take For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone. And the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it. From local pop-ups to global retailers, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple. Increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. So personal brand, this is just my own account. It may be different for everyone else, but I think it's a balance between authenticity, so being honest in your content, true to yourself, and also using the tools and the information that TikTok has to offer because they're really helpful in their creator portal Mm -hmm. of giving you tips and tricks and so my most viral video has 4.6 million views and people in America probably don't think that's that viral but in New Zealand that's like our population basically like it's quite viral for and for a small account like mine like it's it's good and the video was of my partner it was a really interesting story he was leaving on a one-way ticket overseas and so I filmed a clip of us five or six seconds in the garage as we're packing up our life that we had together. Oh, emotional, I know. And I put text on screen. So native TikTok text. I did a native TikTok audio that was really sad. I had the text on screen right in the middle. It was really readable. Great SEO because it's all created through TikTok. And then I did like a really emotional caption and it just popped off. And like the watch time, because people were watching the full six seconds because it took actually 10 seconds to read what I'd written. So they were watching it twice, essentially. Got it. So double the views. The watch time is 100%. The algorithm is saying, this is great content. It's relatable. People are liking it. People are empathizing with me in the comments. And some people are judging me in the comments too, but that's fine. We'll take them (laughs) together. And so I feel like that formula really worked for me. And then I did it again with a similar piece of content and it got 480,000 views. Wow. And then I've seen other people in my circle do a similar thing, like the same content style with like a big life change and it's gone viral as well. So I feel like I used all those tools of like authenticity, some sort of emotion that's invoking inside of people, like all of those things together and then using the information TikTok had to offer for it to actually pop off. Okay. I'm with you. Yeah. I understand. And so you do that. And is that the same formula you use every time or is it different? No. See, for me, like I can tell people this stuff. Yeah. Do I apply it to myself? No. No, of course not. I've only posted twice this month. That's it. It's okay. It's only the 11th. Oh, no, actually I'm lying. I mean in the past month, like in the past four weeks I've got two posts. 
so I can tell people this stuff and I'd love to do this stuff more. But do I do it for myself? No. Should I? Yeah. But I'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) And do you post on TikTok and then reshare, like for a business, would you post on TikTok and then reshare it to Instagram or do you do completely separate reels? Because this is what I do. Great question. Tell me what you do first. I make a video and I post it on TikTok and then I download it and I upload it on Instagram Mm -hmm. and it does infinitely better on Instagram because obviously our community is there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. TikTok doesn't do as well. Like it might get like 5,000 views on TikTok and 130,000 views on IG. Wow. Those are still okay numbers though. Like TikTok's not bad. But we want to do better. Totally. (laughs) Great question. Honestly, I think it does depend what your community is primed to, what kind of content. If you are taking your Instagram content that your community on there know and love and you're taking it to TikTok, but the audience you've built on TikTok have come from a different kind of content style, then it's probably not going to hit. So I would look at all your data from all your previous that was very american data data from all your previous videos i'm going american now and see on tiktok what has performed the best actually go through your content and there will be a trend you'll find a trend of this particular content style that's performing well on tiktok that might not do as well on instagram but you've got community from that so Mm. look at your viral videos your biggest comments your biggest sends and maybe split your content out a little bit more and Mm -hmm. develop your pillars to be based around that This is so good. Well, I think it's a big, it does depend on your business too. Like I've had big clients come to me who have a really great Instagram following, but they've got absolutely no idea what to do on TikTok. They're like, we are lost. Help. You don't need help, but I will help you, but you don't need help. We only have a hundred and I think it went down from 127 to 126,000. That's not down by that much. That's a grand. That's Mm. a grand. That's a thousand. Yeah. It's not that much. Mm. Who who unfollows on TikTok? A lot of people, me, (laughs) guilty. No, but I think it's really important, like looking at your Instagram community, if they're all like the content you're posting and it's all targeted at like 25 plus and that's your whole demographic, Mm -hmm. that's everyone following you. If you're repurposing that content onto TikTok and majority of the people seeing it at 18 to 24, it's probably not going to get the reach Mm -hmm. and the views and the engagement that it did get on Instagram because it's a different demographic. Some people go in blindly and just post anything and everything. And that's not a bad idea when you're starting out, but as you grow, you need to analyze the content and understand what is doing well and look at other people too who sit within your your niche and look at what they post and their best performing content mm. research it and be strategic with it i love that mm. so that's kind of the formula mm-hmm. anything else in the formula that like works yes i think on tiktok don't take yourself too seriously everyone on Instagram, when it first came out, everyone presented the best version of themselves. Here's who I am, my amazing polished life. I'm still guilty of it. On my Instagram, I never talk on my stories, only about business. Then this morning on my TikTok, I'm out of the shower, my hair's wet with a towel wrapped around me, talking to camera about how my gas just ran out and I've got conditioner in my hair and I had to run out mid shower. Like it's so unhinged and so different to Instagram. But that's how that platform works. People want to see relatability and authenticity. Mm-hmm. So do that. Okay. We'll Get in your towel, Sim, and talk to Cameron. No, I'm like, you just know I would not. <laughs> no, I know you wouldn't. We were together out for dinner once and Brie was like, come in my video. I'm going to like take a shot. And I was like, no. Okay. <laughs> no, it was limoncello after dinner. It was a sipper. It wasn't a shot. People wouldn't have known it was limoncello. I know. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> and she was like, come in the video. And it's literally me leaning away. And you can see like my 
elbow and my shoulder in the video <laughs> in the video I completely forget and I'm just like I know Sim you've got a brand and mine is just anything and everything but you you do have a brand and so I went to take the video and I'm about to do the shot and then I just feel Sim slide away slowly to the right the thing is I, it's not like I was doing the shot and I didn't want people to see I literally just didn't want to be in the video <laughs> <laughs> she just doesn't want to be seen on someone's Instagram like mine <laughs> She's like, get more followers and then you can feature me. That is not true. I I don't know. I think it's it's my conservative upbringing. Yes, fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah, I think honestly with TikTok is just don't be too serious. Chill out a little bit. Even with one of my clients. So this account on Instagram has 44,000 followers. And because Instagram is a platform where people buy and they take action and they go to websites. Yes. Whereas TikTok, they don't do that. So on Instagram... All of my tiles and my videos are pushing ticket sales for this particular festival and people love it. It gets great engagement. It does well on Instagram. But as soon as I transfer that content to TikTok, flops, Mm, two likes. Right. And so on TikTok now, our strategy for that brand is we look at the experience that festival offers and we create funny meme content essentially based off that. So we'll find like a cutout of Will Smith saying something funny and we'll overlay that over a background of a festival Uh. and have some funny text. And although that's not their brand on Instagram, they would probably die if I posted that on their Instagram Mm -hmm. because I'm posting it to TikTok 18 to 24 year olds, majority generalizing there, but they love that sort of stuff. They're laughing at it. They're sending it to their friends. They're saving it. And although that's not them taking action to buy a ticket, they might send it to a friend who goes, oh my God, I know that festival. We should go. Mm. You don't know what the conversion pathway is going to be, but it does pay off and it's a great platform to have. That is true. And you know, there have been times on TikTok. TikTok was the reason we became the number one business podcast in the world. Really? Yeah. One of my TikToks popped off and we took, we went up to number one on the US, Australian, UK, Canadian, and New Zealand <gasps> charts on Apple and Spotify because of one TikTok. What was the TikTok? It was like, you know, when you have like two people, like yourself, but like one's like on the left and then on the right. Yes. It was me on the left being like, I want to learn how to start investing, but I don't know how to start. And it was just like, me not saying it, but like pretending to talk with text over it. And then I was like on the other side of the screen and pretending to be like, oh, well, like this is what I use. And then it was, oh my God, it was so cringe. And then it was a screen recording of the Girls That Invest podcast on Spotify. Just me scrolling all these like episodes, 2 million views, (gasps) number one business podcast. My book did something similar. It got like 5 million views. And then I did one video that got 10 million views, but it was just like a, there was nothing girls that invest about it. <laughs> That's amazing. So you've, you have cracked it on that platform. But the thing is, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So you, you know why you've cracked things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's worked. So I mm-hmm. guess I'll keep putting eye cream under me. Yeah, no, totally. But <laughs> why not? Just keep reusing that video over and over. They love it. I think the community deserve better now. Yeah, maybe. But still, it's nice to have in there. No, but I do think with that content of the podcast is you told people like you can learn. Like if you want to learn, you can learn. And here's how. And people saved it. People shared it. Like I can imagine your saves on that video is probably what told the algorithm this piece of content we need to continue to push out. Mm -hmm. You probably got thousands of saves. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah, amazing. See, you do know what you're doing. Mm, I'm I'm learning. I think it's always good to be a learner. Yes, but don't look at your views and get disheartened by it because 
with Instagram, the algorithm on Instagram and TikTok are very different. They work mm-hmm. in very different ways. And your Instagram content, because you have a really strong core community on there, people engage, people share, it's going to present your content on their feed because you've got such a long history with that user. But on TikTok, because most people scroll on the For You page, not on their following page, mm-hmm. the stats are crazy, like For You versus following. Mm-hmm. For you page is majority people who they don't follow. Yeah. And so you may be getting caught on the following page. You've got good audience, good followers, but your content's not being pushed out to the for you page. But don't get disheartened by it because then all of a sudden you get a big video and you go, oh, I love this platform. And you're back, you know? Yeah, that sounds like a drug. It is. It's really bad. Just be consistent though and don't yeah. think about the views too much because then you stop posting content. Yeah. And then ultimately you're letting go of potential with that community and that platform. That's true. And do you think TikTok, we have a lot of people that ask this question to us and I wanted to pass it on to you. Do you think if you have a TikTok account that like, you know, is kind of flopping, do you just like delete it and make a new account or delete videos and start again? Never delete your videos. You can repost your videos, but don't delete them. And I think maybe it's just who I am, but I'm not controlled by views and I don't care about views for clients or my personal brand. If the content is good and it's strategic and it doesn't get a lot of reach, I will repost that video eight videos later on my client accounts because it is really evergreen content that you're sharing. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people I've heard say they they make a new account and TikTok pushes it out and they get all these followers. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I can assure you, if you have good content, you have a good strategy, you have good hooks, you are going to go viral, you are going to grow. There's not one account that I've seen ever that I've come across that is doing everything right and not growing. Mm. So take a look at the content, take a look at the hooks, take a look at the video length. Don't think it's the algorithm against you Mm. because it's not. It's not. No. And that's just a hard truth that you have to learn. When you say they're doing everything right, what does that mean? Like very quickly. So for a personal brand, it would be speaking to camera in a lot of their videos, being authentic, adding captions, doing a mix of short videos to trending audios versus long YouTube style vlogs, having a range of content, but staying true to who you are as a person. And you don't have to niche down either. Like for a personal brand, people think you have to niche. You don't have to niche unless you have a goal of selling a product or a service under that niche. Mm. If you just want to be a lifestyle creator, go hard. And then for a business, doing everything right would be not focusing on the product. Focus on your brand experience, your brand story, who you are as a founder. There's so many layers to it. Don't just post videos of your product. Use your community, use yourself. Oh my God, I could keep going. I keep going, please. I'm like, how much time do we have? Is this a two hour podcast? (laughs) And what about for business? So that's what I just started on business. Yeah. Don't focus on the product like we talked about and keep showing up. Do your day in the lives. Do your behind the scenes. Be strategic with your hooks. It's all the same stuff I've talked about for the past half an hour. But with a business hook, I saw, uh, I think, an American or Australian company go viral. They have one product. They do a makeup brush cleaning solution. She had one viral product and it got her into Mecca one video and it was literally her saying this is the biggest mistake I've made in my business and she's crying so it's a voiceover here's the biggest mistake I've made in my business she's crying at the start of the clip she goes into the video and it was something around a stock order or something that wasn't actually that bad but it popped off and she showed her product in action in the video not even talking about here's my product here's what it does here's this here's that she just showed a clip of her product 
saying, I have a makeup remover brush cleaning solution, blah, blah, blah. And it just, it went viral. It popped off. It was crazy. And that grew her business so much from that one video. Wow, that is so interesting. You know what? There is a video that I have of me crying, but I will never post it. Post it. No. Post it. It is so cringy. I actually made it for myself. It was um, January 2020. My book, I was writing it. I burnt out for the first time in my life. And I made a video of me crying for myself. And I was just talking to myself. And I was like, yeah, dumb. No, I'm kidding. I was like, Simran, like, this is so hard. And this is so difficult. And I was just talking out my feelings. Like, I don't know what to do. I have no one to turn to. No one's done what I'm doing. It's so, I mean, now I have mentors and people that have done what I'm doing. (laughs) And I keep it in my camera roll because one, it's a jump scare for me. (laughs) And two, it reminds me like, if I don't, you know, keep myself in check and if I start doing things that are going to lead to burnout, there's like a three minute video of me mm. and I ugly cry. I Kim Kardashian <gasps> cry. Yeah, I have a really ugly crying face. Sim, we want to see it. It's, I'm sorry, but we want to see it. It's so like everyone that's seen me cry has been like, I love you, but that crying face is bad. <laughs> Sim, I really want to see it. Make me cry. <laughs> no, don't say that because I could. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's go off camera. (laughs) Wow. I think you should post it. A snippet of it. Three seconds. POV. You go from being an optometrist. That's crying. No, something around like the journey, you know. The journey. The journey hasn't been linear, but the journey has been. Like talk about that. Dive into it. Okay. I think you should do it. I will think it through. Maybe one day when the views are low, have it ready. <laughs> one day when the views are low. One day if you're like, oh my God, Brie, like I haven't popped off on TikTok. We need a TikTok video. Give me some hooks. I'm going to go, no, no, no. It's the crying video. It's time. It's time. It's time. <laughs> I'm ah. Mariah Carey on 1st of December. It's time. Have you seen those videos? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm with you. Before we wrap up, because this has been so helpful and I really think that you need your own show or something like the, we can't we didn't get everything out of no, that just bring me back beautiful brain of yours we will bring you back but what is your like final like what is something that someone can do today to get better tiktok videos to get better videos oh my gosh honestly my best advice is start now just don't think it too too much just don't get a perfect video don't try and make it everything that I've said here today on the podcast, just start. You don't have to post it, but you'll get better with time and you'll get better as things go on and figure out what works for you and your community. And don't be afraid of the views. Don't be afraid of a hundred view video. Don't be afraid of only having two or three followers. Everyone starts somewhere and that fear of starting inhibits everyone. Everyone is so scared to even get started. So they don't. And then you look back and you go, oh my God, I wish I just posted. And TikTok is becoming one of those platforms where when it first came out, everyone was just a viewer. And the few people that were actually posting got huge traction. Like Addison Ray, she's incredible. I think she's amazing. But she actually just posted. She did not care what people had to say, what people thought. She didn't care at all. She just posted, 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 and she grew so much. And I feel like TikTok will move over the next couple of years to be a platform where people do share like they do on Instagram. You know, someone with 50 followers on Instagram might post stories every day and they love that. And I think TikTok will probably move into a sort of platform where we do the same. So Mm -hmm. we're not posting to go viral. We're not posting to grow an audience. We're posting to let our friends and family know what we're up to. Mm -hmm. And I think if you can start now and grow an audience now, then in two years' time when everyone else is posting, you've already got that audience, you've made a start, 
So just start. That is so helpful because that's indirectly answered the question that some people probably still have, which is maybe it's too late. Maybe it's like it's gone. Oh my gosh. No, we're just getting started with that platform. It is just the beginning of TikTok, genuinely. Bree, thank you so much for your time. You have so many nuggets of gold. You are so good at this stuff. If someone wants to learn more, maybe they have specific like consulting that they'd love to get from you around TikTok or you know, help that you can provide them, well, where can they find you? Business-wise, Brie at SavvySocial.co.nz or SavvySocialNZ on Instagram. And then personal-wise, if you want to follow my unhinged TikTok, it's just Brianna Barrett. You did say that the best way to learn is to follow people and see what they're doing mm-hmm. and learn from them and figure out. So that is really great advice. We are definitely going to all be following you and we're going to be taking notes. You're going to see a lot more <laughs> saves. You're going to be like, why is Girls at Invest saving every single video? Yeah, what's she doing? Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, you've been my number one fan for a while now, Sam. I have. And I've been yours. And this is why we're friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and now we're going to go burn paper together. Yay. If you don't know what I'm referencing to, head back two episodes earlier where we talk <laughs> about how you can manifest your way to be a successful business owner. These four episodes have been absolutely amazing thank you so much for your time it's been a pleasure i've had so much fun with you we're definitely gonna have to have you back i can't wait all right bye bye and as always to finish off with the disclaimer girls that invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs we are not financial advisors the advice from girls that invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider your individual circumstances. Always do your research and please do your due diligence.